Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Andre from the Opinionated Podcast, and I just want to remind you that we are live every Sunday on our Facebook page, and you can find us wherever you stream your music at the Opinionated Podcast. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. So remember to like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. Enjoy the show. All righty. Okay, what's up here? We are here with Harvey from Men Are the Prize Podcast. He's joining us, the Opinionated Podcast, to talk about a subject that these guys are feeling on their chest today, feeling like a roommate. You hear them? Significant other. Yep. I, I'm just saying that, listen, I've been there. I'm, I'm a guy who's been there. I, what, I knew it was coming from the rip. I knew it. <laughs> these guys, and then, and then, no. scorch itself out the room. Yep. That's a step on. I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there right now. Neither are us. Or Neither are y'all. Never. We all been there. I've been uh, there. I've been there. <laughs> I've been living with some. I live with somebody where I felt as though we were more. Talking to Mike, buddy. Oh, that we was more roommates than uh, uh, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> you could go ahead. I'm just laughing, bro. You could go ahead. We got Harvey here. So, <laughs> listen. Basically, man. Being so weird. I'm not being weird. This is something that I think this is something that all guys should get off our chest because most guys don't talk about stuff like this. We keep it bottled up. We try to act like it's nonchalant. Listen, like I was talking on the other side, man, like women got to understand with men, like we do look for what we look for in our mother. We look for in the women we be with and our mother nurtures us and care for us and love for us. You don't want you don't you disagree. I disagree with that. You didn't love the nurturing and love from your mother used to give you that didn't feel like great to you she ain't doing like my wife no i don't mean she can't be like so, your wife go ahead tell me what you're talking about bro. emotionally so we it's weird um and i can definitely get into this so when it comes to that affection and stuff like that we didn't necessarily i didn't necessarily grow up with that not to say my mom didn't hug me and stuff like that but it wasn't it wasn't what you would think you know and and my wife is actually the same way her mom came down here a couple of weeks ago and her mom said, yeah, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really hug them like that. And I was like, damn, that's, that's, that's fucking crazy. And that to me led to a lot of, a lot of, which comes to her pause with showing affection, my wife, cause she, she doesn't like PDA. I can explain PDA to you if you want. Explain to me, brother. I'm listening. Public displays of affection. Yeah. I meant our listeners, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, my wife is completely against PDA. Um, since the start of our relationship, she actually groomed it out of me. Mm. I, wow. used to, I used to give it until she said stop so many times that I just stopped attempting. I, I disagree too. I'd have to disagree too because if I was looking for a woman with traits of my mom, I'd just be looking for something. Mm. I don't know what the fuck I'd be looking for. Oh shit. <laughs> Okay, let, let me let me let me rephrase that. Women that were affectionate to you in your life as your younger stages. My mother wasn't the same way. My mother loved me a certain way, but the love that the affection I got was from actually it was from my mother, but it was more so my aunt. My aunt gave me that you know kiss, the hug, and all you know the kissy. You know every time she see me a big kiss, a big hug. You know what I mean? But you do need that as a man. Like you, I'm sorry, you do need that type of affection from. Uh, as a man from a woman, I'm, you know, I like you need, you need reciprocity. Reciprocity. So, re- yeah, there you go. Sorry. Reciprocity. I almost lost my. It's a habit right that there. my mother gave me. I don't. 
<laughs> one of the ones you were looking for when you were looking for your wife, right? <laughs> Please correct me every chance you get, woman. No, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, in all reality and for real, just because we're men doesn't mean that you don't like affection or to be affectionate. If I'm taking time to do things like for me, when I show affection, I'm cooking big whole hearty meals. I'm watching TV. I'm making sure that, you know, we communicate or, you know, I mean, just stuff that I know how to do that makes her happy and stuff that she likes. I may not do it all, but I try to reach, you know, what I can reach within my limits. And I would expect the same. So if I'm, if I'm trying to figure out what we're going to do in a weekend and I'm the only one trying to figure out what we're going to do in a weekend when we have time to spend, then I'm feeling like there's something lost in this equation. One and one ain't equal in two to me right now. It's just one and you just there for the ride. You know what I mean? You're looking for somebody to, when you wake up, Hey, I got plans for you today. Oh, for me. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, you, we doing something for me today. You want somebody to do something for you just as much as you do for them. And when it's not even, you start, that tilt start coming in. You know what I mean? Your mind starts running. You try to figure out the fuck is up. Is it me? Is it you? Is it us? Mm. You know what I mean? Can I, can I jump up in here? Hell yeah. Jump in when you, please please jump in. So I have a question because what, what was said was when men are looking for certain traits in their wife from their mother. So what if you weren't raised by your mother? Who am I looking for then? I just, that's why I said. I mean, you that's will, why I said if I was looking for something, I wouldn't know what the fuck I'd be looking for. I mean, but I'm saying I you, don't have that relationship. You, you was around. Most of us have women in our life, whether it be our mother. Glad I'm looking for my father, grandmother. So then maybe <laughs> so. Then we're not. Maybe we're not looking for those traits from my mother or mother. Maybe I'm looking for feminine traits from someone. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it doesn't have to be mom. It could be aunt. Now, I say this as I. My parents got divorced when I was ten. And I lived with my father afterwards. For the first 10 years, it was my mom. I came home from school. Mom was there. Helped me with homework, all that stuff. I got that from mom. I'm Haitian, though. So that's, right. that's you know, we're Caribbean. That's it. Matriarchal said That's who takes care of the kids. That's who's supposed to do it. Yeah. But after that, it was my dad. And I didn't get that affection at all. From like 10 on, wow. it was just me. So whatever. I didn't get affection from my my stepmother, my father, any of that stuff, I think we look for what makes us happy. Mm-hmm. And affection can be it. But if you didn't get, get affection growing up, maybe you're not looking for that because you're not expecting it. You weren't used to it. I wasn't used to getting hugged, so I didn't look for it. Right. I, I guess it depends on every particular situation. I mean, I'm married. I have a wife who is not a fan of PDA. Like, we hold hands while we're walking around. But she's not the type. To like where we walk in or something, we in Target and just grab my ass or something or say something while we walking down the lane or whatever. I'm about to say, how would you react if you got your ass grabbed by your wife in Punch Walmart? Punch her right in the face. No, you <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. no. I feel like that just means we're going to have plan, plans later on. Like, this Correct. this trip's going to be a lot faster. We came for milk. We got milk. We done. We got to go back home. Like, we're Absolutely. not doing the three hours. That's what it is. I think that leads to a better evening. That's what that feels like to be. And I'm a man. I like that. I guess that's my love language. You know, I like that, you know, the touching and all that good stuff, you know. So you knew that was going to happen. Love language was just going to dry. You had to come out. You knew. I was just about to talk about it. Soon as, I was just about to say, hey, you guys familiar with love language? I do believe my love language 
Uh, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Physical touch. That's and, and I think that's most yeah. men. I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> are you, yeah. Do you guys are you guys familiar with um, what we're talking about? Well, love language, I guess. Love language. Like like the gentle, like the in, insinuation type touches, like mm, type touches, or like just look, regular embracement and look, loving touches. I guess you're talking about looks, touch, everything. Or a little bit of it all. There's there's specific categories. I mean, I'm not familiar with all of them. I just know mine is physical touch. There is also giving gifts is a love language or something like that. There's there's, there's more. Um, physical touch, quality time, acts of service. I don't... This is messed up. I should remember the two. I did a whole podcast with my wife about it, and I don't remember the other two. Okay. But um, that I don't know. All I know is that I think quality time was my wife's love language and touch was mine. Mm. So, and they tend to change based on the length of time in the relationship, how people change. You know, you add kids into it, all different things. But apparently, we have something in particular that really gets us going that we, that we feel the most loved based on one of those five things. I think the thing has kind of been debunked. Um, I'm of the opinion that the guy, the doctor who wrote this wasn't a fan of black people. Oh. Um, so you could look into that and see, um, but um, it's not something, some people still use it, but it's not something that was created per se for the black relationship. Okay. I get that. But, Let me ask you a question. <laughs> We all been in our relationship. Y'all think the love language is lost, like due to time, like you forget how to communicate that Can loving. We, I think that most love language is lost due to social media. To be honest, expound. I mean, please. so there's nowadays we go on social media. What do you see? I mean, as men, as men, it's just, it's just you see, you see women at their most finest points, you know what I mean? And, and the stuff that they do and the things that they're into, it may seem, you know, unreachable or it may change your mind about what they like or dislike. And it could be in, it, it could be a different comparison to what's in your own home. So you're taking a script from what you see that could be a facade compared to reality in your own home. You don't really, you don't really have the grasp or the concept of what to actually do with your own mate because you see, or, or people that you may be interested in, not even, you don't even have to have anybody. If you're looking for somebody, you may see certain things that you think is right, but it's not right. You know what I mean? Or may not be right for a person that you're, you're interested in. If yeah, I, I got a different approach on that real quick for social okay. media. What I think gets lost in social media and relationship as far as love language, I think women that are in relationship tend to go put how they feel on there and say everything how they feel on there and get their emotions out. And hopefully you you see it and pick up on it and maybe bring it back home and change. Where in most part, us guys, we like to, guys, we like to be direct with our shit. So when you see something like that on Facebook or, or social media of her giving you them signs that I've need love, you get infuriated. I know I get infuriated. It's like, why are you putting this out to the world to see? You know, I wish I was touched. I wish I was held. I need somebody to talk to. Man, I want to watch this. Nice. It, it, it must be nice. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you get infuriated with that as a man. So you can get go two ways. Some men do catch up on it and catch hits and, and, and go apply it to their relationship. But all that does is feed a beast. That that feeds a, a, a an insatiable beast. beast. Because yeah, because yeah. the woman will keep going to social media to keep finding that love instead of 
taking that equation out and just doing, you know, like we used to do before phones was, you know, really a big thing and communicate with each other. Which is definitely, in my opinion, the wrong thing to do because now you're opening the door. Uh, I feel like you're opening the door to other people. Oh, I don't like to say competition, but if you're not married and you're with and you're just, you know, y'all trying to work through everything out, you're opening the door for other people to be like, oh, what's he not doing? Or why is he? You I can be, do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? DMs, <laughs> all that shit. And, and now you now you got to deal with, all right, I got these guys DMing me. I'm not talking to my man about the situation, but everybody knows our business now. You know what I mean? And that puts your man in a situation where he he feels as though now he's he's on a on the defense. At least I would be on the defense. Well, I would be Can on I the defense. I just say I wouldn't. I mean, I, I think I'm somewhat of a different cat in like if if there's some dude that she's talking to and my wife is not that type of person, so I can comfortably say this. If there's any conversations being had with somebody else, particularly a man about our relationship, we got some real issues. I'm not concerned about other people. For me, I think I can say this, and I tend to be black and white with a lot of things. But one thing I told my wife is, one, she knew I had never wanted to get married ever. Marriage was not something I wanted to do. Every marriage around me was a mess, including the one I grew up in. So that was a mess. Ten years of toxicity and abuse and all that. I'm like, why am I going to get married to somebody? This didn't look good. Mm. But one thing I told is I can deal with anything except cheating good or bad that's me Mm -hmm. but what i also told her is that i'm not jealous i'm not the jealous type if that's what you're looking for i'm not that dude if i marry you i trust you if you cheat i'm not blaming dude because he enforced you you knew what you were doing you decided we've that's been a big rift for us i'm not jealous so if she's talking to somebody dms or whatever fine whatever you're an adult when you pass the threshold of our marriage you cheat that's you it's a wrap we're done. I don't think she's a fan of the fact that I'm not really jealous about things either because I wouldn't marry somebody that I don't trust. Trust is number one for me to a fault. Like I pretty much need to walk in on her getting down with somebody for me to believe that because if I, I have, she's the mother of my kids. We're building this life together. I can't, I can't be 50 50 with who my, with my, who my spouse is. Uh-huh. I got to believe you 100%. So all that stuff is, that's some extra shit. That's stuff on the side. That's yeah. that's not it. I, I agree with day. you. Yeah, I'm, I agree it. with you. And I'm not jealous, but but when I say that I get on the defense, it's not with other guys I'm on the defense with. It's with her. It's why are you, why are you putting our business out for everyone to know, but you don't have the decency or the respect to come and talk to me about a situation that way we can handle this situation in our home. Right now you're taking our home situations and you're putting them on the street. You know what I'm saying? And that's where the defense come in because now when you want to talk to me, I'm feeling some type of way about a situation already. And once I'm already feeling some type of way about a situation, I'm on the defense. I'm looking at you funny while you're trying to look at me funny. Now we're, now we're combative, combative. At that point, now if you had let me ask you a question real quick, rip, I, I don't mean to cut way. you. No, you can cut you off. Here's my question. I heard what you said, and she's talking about the maybe the CD side, maybe the relationship is struggling a little bit, and you don't want her putting that business out. Let's just say you guys have a business and you had a big success. Mm-hmm. That money's finally coming in. The name is out there. People know who you are. Do you have a problem with her putting the good news out? Yeah, what of of no. of us having a success? 
In general? Yeah. No. Yes. I mean, I guess it would depend on the success. Like if I, if we ran into millions no. and millions of dollars, then I'm not, yeah. yo, you shut your mouth. But if it's just, <laughs> if it's, if, if we're just like, oh, we've, we've come over an obstacle with our business, then that's one thing because our business is for everybody. Like, like something that we're financially supporting and, and it financially supports us and we're working on together. But when uh, we're I at home, a, we're not a, working on something together for everybody else to chime in on. We're working at on our own stuff together. So uh, I, I put those on two different pedestals. And all right, then change it up. Let's say you right. guys are celebrating 25 years of marriage. Can she put that out? Yeah, she could. Yeah. yeah, I would have a problem with that. See, that's only reason I ask is: Do you have a problem with your business being put out in the world, or your bad business being put out in the world? Dirty laundry. I have, I have a problem, but but the thing about it is, I know that we're celebrating a twenty-five year anniversary because we're both in the know. I don't know you feel this way, but you're telling so everybody else that you're feeling this way. I got a better question. Me. So that's the problem. It's not without that she's telling, telling people; is she and tell you? Yeah, first period. Because right, right. how, how I, I am I able? How am I able to help us come over anything if I don't know something, but somebody else does? I mean, it's one thing you talk to your sister or your family, you're looking for advice, but social media like is not either. your sister. But this go it goes to be expected because we're boys and we talk to each other about all types of stuff because we're like family. Mm-hmm. We've been tight for years and years. But the stuff that I tell y'all, I don't tell everybody. Mm-hmm. It's for y'all ears because I know who I can talk to about that. I know who's going to give me the advice that I need to hear and not that I want to hear. And there's a difference. You know what I'm saying? So, so when you're putting it out there just on social media, you know, man, this day and age, everybody has an opinion on something without you knowing the facts. You still got an opinion tagline. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so for you to put our personal business out there that, that you have feelings of that I don't know about. For everybody else to chime in, now what am I supposed to do? Text a comment on there to let you know that I know that. Exactly. So why wouldn't you? I'm home every day. You're home every day. We see each other at some point. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Kev, I need to talk to you. When I I know the tone, this is going to be a serious conversation. You know what I mean? I know the attitude. I know the body language. I know what I'm in for at this point. I know what has to happen. But when you start putting shit on social media and I'm out just regularly living life because I'm not a big social media head. I'm not on Facebook all the time and stuff like that. But I see some shit or somebody tells me, yo, your girl good. What you mean? Why are you mm. asking me about my wife? Why are you asking me about my fiance? Nah, mm. she posted some crazy shit. Earlier. I didn't know if that had to do with you or now I got to go check the shit. And I see it. Now I got to go back home to a situation. Shit sounds stupid already, to me. I'm already hot. I'm already on the defensive is what I'm saying. And when I come home, it's not an embrace of what you have to say at this point, because my mind is already configured. Yo, you out here telling everybody, but me, how are we supposed to get married and, and have a conversation? And and I look forward to, all right, she's going to tell me these things. That way I know what to do. If there's a situation, I know what not to do, but no, you telling everybody else. Is that what I expected? But, see, but listen, I guess those are the little landmines being placed around the house. I mean, will eventually will lead you to being the roommate. I don't go through that. I mean, now. being in a roommate, that, but yeah. being in a roommate situation. You those are the little, yeah, those are the little crumbs that start to break down the love in the house. 
And, and let me be very, very clear. When you, when you feel like you're roommates, that doesn't, la- that doesn't have to last. Like that's not forever that you be like, yo man, I feel like we roommates and that's it. Nah, I just think that everything is a lack. Everything is a breakdown in communication or bad habits. In all honesty, you could fall into a line of bad habits where maybe you're not spending that, um, that personal time together like you should be, or, you know, maybe you're both working a lot. I know I went through that when we were both working a lot. I was miserable. Like, I'm going to be honest. I, I just told her recently, I'm like, yo, before we came down here, bro, I was, I'm like, ah, listen, I wasn't miserable. Like I wanted to leave her or nothing like that. But I was like, bro, it was like, there was nothing in the house for me. And if I did anything for me, you know what I mean? Like play the game. Like it's a problem. All you do is stay in that room. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all I have. Like, if I'm not doing mm. that, I'm taking some, and I'm, ne- I'm never doing enough at the time. I was never doing enough, which I admit to certain things. I'm like, yeah, I could have did way more, but it's like, if I ain't doing that, I'm taking the girls to here. Um, you know, I got to watch, you know, not got to, but I, I, I have them all day because she'll be working a double. Like everything was like business. And I personally don't like that. I can't survive in that a lot, a long time. Like I need to, there needs to be some, as Kev said earlier, reciprocity here. Like I need emotional, like we got it. You know what I'm saying? Like it has to be give Let me take. ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Dre. Yeah, I was cooking, but all right. Go, yeah, go. Cooking. And you can just ask the question. You can <laughs> you ask the question. I want to build on you talking about you being in, in, in your room. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you think that, that, you know, she thought, you know, you need, she needed more time for herself? You know, you, you know, you being loving towards her because you think you being in the house is just your presence is enough that, you know, you're there. That's a very good question. Um, so with a lot of times I, I would try to bring the rooms together, so to speak, you know what I mean? Like it's it just, it was, everything became, I worked so much, maybe on both our, maybe on both our parts. Cause I'll never say that I wasn't at fault. I work so much that I need my time. Yeah, I'm the same way. Everything became that. And I'm not just talking about me. It was it was definitely her. So when she came home, it was like, well, I just want to sit in the room and watch this one show all day. And that's cool. Yo, but maybe I could come in the room with you. We could watch it. You don't like this show. Nah, you won't fuck my shit up. And it's like, I'll go downstairs and play the fucking game then. Like, that's what it becomes. And then And then you don't, if things don't change, like as far as your outer world or whatever, like you still working the same. If you don't, if you're not cognizant of that, you don't come out of that. So it's just bad habit, bad habit, bad habit, bad habit until you sitting in the car in the driveway saying, I should just run this motherfucker into the garage <laughs> and fucking just barrel, you know what I'm saying? Like, eh, I'm just looking whatever. at him. <laughs> or no, I should just I leave. You. I feel you. Cause me and me and my fiance are on total opposite time schedules. She works in the morning to evening. I work in the afternoon to late night. So we see each other on the weekend. We don't even see each other passing because I'm asleep when she's leaving and she sleep when I'm coming in the house. Yeah. So when I'm getting off of work, I have my time. When she gets off of work, she has her time, but there is no other time to have. Wow. So when the weekends come, my kids are there. She has family stuff. I got family stuff. It's hard to weave all of that in. 
You know what I mean? And we find ourselves separated because she has to do what she needs to do. I got to do what I need to do. And it, and there's lack of we need to do what we need to do. You know what I mean? And that causes a rut at times. Mm. But what do you what what can you do? Am I supposed to change my career? You know what I mean? She's supposed to change her career. Are we supposed, you know what I mean? Like for things for, for Valentine's Day, I, I took I took a half a day. Well, actually, I took a whole day, but I was supposed to take a half a day, but I took a whole day to make sure I was home when she got off so I could do something because I knew she didn't think I was going to be around for the most part. She knew I might have took a half a day or something like that, but she didn't know I was going to go through the lengths. I didn't do no Valentine's Day social media wishes or none of that. Yeah. I waited for her to come home and we, we did, there ain't nothing in the cup yet. I waited for her to come home and we did, uh, <laughs> we did whatever, well, I did whatever I felt as though would have been nice for her, especially after a long day at work. You know what I mean? But, but that's the only way I could show, you know, my, 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 um, my, my, my nice side or, or that's what I hate about Valentine's my, Day. Motherfuckers. Valentine, motherfuckers think a day in February on the 14th is a day that you're supposed to actually do something for your woman to break the monogamy. You should try to take that monogamy. Well, whatever the fuck. I fuck words up. I only said that because there are two different yeah. meanings to that. Yeah, monogamy. Please, please, people that listen, y'all I'm know sorry. I don't get words right. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, I did that because I knew that on that particular day, that's something that she would would have well, wanted, especially after a long day. Of why work. not I mean, do that when you start seeing the love start to fade in the crib? Yeah, but how do you know that yeah, one person's not doing that the whole time I, I, and the I, other you, person's not? May, okay, I'm gonna one say person's this for me. doing it and the other person isn't. Uh-huh. How do you know that's not the case? Because I can be, yo, dude, I can be the one always giving the love and infection or whatever. Being that person, like you say, you're doing everything to to, to get around on the weekends. Maybe you take one day and like, you know what? I'm just going to, let me see. That's not working. I'm trying to do the weekend. Let me just take off one day, bring her some flowers. Yo, this whole day is us. I don't care what you got going on. We got, this is dedicated to us. I took off today. I know we don't see each other. You probably tired. Let me do something special for you today. Maybe that might lighten the mood up or change the vibe in the house where you're not feeling like y'all just roommates in passing or just, People share. I mean, no, because that's just. Let me jump, that's let me just I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that there's two sides to that. You can do that for a very long, extended period of time. What if that person? What if that person just doesn't respond to that type of? Because I'm gonna tell you, my wife, like all that shit, it works for you, bro. I'm not trying to play you or nothing. I'm just, I'm just putting this out there in general. My wife don't respond to that shit. If I come home, hold on. If I come home. And um, and I, I want to hear you guys' um, opinion on this, but I, I just want to get it out. If I come home and I put rose petals and all that shit on the bed and all that, all that other shit that everybody say, yo, do that. You know what my wife is going to do? Because I have a weird wife. She won't come That's in. Why you got to clean it up? She might. Who gonna clean this shit up? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I'm gonna be like, ah, you know, you came home. You know, hey, girl, come in. She's gonna be like, oh, all right. I mean, you ain't got to do all that. And I'm like. Like, that's how my wife is. And I'm not exaggerating. She's okay. a fucking weirdo. You got to crack the code on this motherfucker. Okay. I'm speaking. She's not a, well, yeah, she's not a weirdo because women aren't a monolith. Just like we mm. men aren't a monolith either. It Certain women like certain things. My wife doesn't like chocolate, cheesecake, like Ooh. snowflakes. And like, <laughs> just, she's, <laughs> so, so all this stuff y'all talk about, I mean, that 
It might work. It might, but with a lengthy relationship, you will determine, you'll know what your version of that or what her version of that is. So maybe she's not. Maybe your wife is, oh, babysitter, we're going to sit here, we're going to watch a marathon or Real Housewives or Compton or whatever's on TV, whatever's on TV. And, and that's going to make her happy. So you never... Of Compton, though. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. I do. I would watch that. I don't want none of shit, but I would watch that. <laughs> Real Housewives in North Philly? Cool. <laughs> every, every woman is different, but my thing is... I would certainly do that, and I I've done that in the past and with kids, and life has kind of got a hard to, harder to do. Do you get that done for you? What you mean? Like Valentine's That's a good concept, question. The, yeah. Even with Valentine's Day, even the concept of receiving a gift or some action mm-hmm. for you, because you're in a relationship too, it seems foreign. Like, did she bring you some steak or something? Happy Valentine's Day. Did she that, bring you like a when new I controller? Said that What's to up? her? I look. She she looked at me and accosted me. Okay, why would I get you anything? This is for the women. I was like, wait a minute. I well, thought Valentine's Day had to do with love in general, years, buddy. <laughs> I don't get. I get a. Mm. I get a. Uh, I didn't get a Valentine's Day, babe. I love <laughs> you. There. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a me. sucker. You're a sucker. That's why you ain't in this conversation. No, no, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> no, I'm laughing at him not getting nothing. I got some motherfucking, I got some motherfucking $140 pair of headphones to work my out kids, with. My kids I might give some. me stuff, but I, other than my own children, my girls, I don't, I've never gotten anything for, never gotten anything for Valentine's Day. Don't laugh. Like not, like, like, like not no real gift. I mean, and, but in all reality, I've always, did what I wanted to do. Yo, you want to go out? What do you want to do? I've always extended that okay. towards them. Yo, what, what do you want? What, what would you like? This and the third. I don't care if I, but I don't care if I get anything or not. Even any any type of holiday, I tell my wife now, she'd be like, I don't know what to get you. And I'd be like, I, I don't care. If you got me anything, I would be appreciative because just thinking counts. about getting me stuff is cool. But I don't, I don't, the thing, of, the thing that my wife knows is when I want something, I go get it and I don't wait for nobody. You know what I'm saying? I get what I want when I want to because I don't want you fucking that up. Just real in all reality. I don't when it comes to Andre, you know I'm a sneakerhead. My wife will never buy me a pair of sneakers ever. She's scared to death that I'll be like, Thanks, babe. And then they'll get put on the other side of the room. <laughs> That's not part of the collection. She don't she don't want to be the one to ask me, how come you don't wear the sneakers I got you? Ooh. She don't want to be that person. She don't hurt her. She she's knows how to get I mean she's bought me jerseys. She's a Gemini. She's got me hats. But she <laughs> won't buy there's certain stuff that she just won't get. And I and I understand why. I get what I like and what I want right then and there. So I don't have a problem when I don't receive a gift. But I will put that out there like, yo, you could Take me out if you want to take me. I mean, don't complain about what I'm doing if you're not doing what I'm going to do. You know Mm. what I'm saying? If you're not going to take the time to do what I do or or how I plan stuff out or it takes me an hour and a half to make a gourmet meal. If you're not doing that, then don't complain about what I'm going to do because I'm doing it for you. You know, And and yes, and yes, and for me, because when she's happy, I feel a certain happiness. You know what I'm saying? Which brings a happiness to the household. To the to the to the two guys that are happy, I'm happy. I'm joking. I'm happy. I'm just like right now. I need to get out of the house. Like I know that <laughs> she be standing behind you. <laughs> to the two guys, yeah, I know, right? To the two guys, what what do y'all what do y'all suggest when things kind of get into that 
you know, because I've been with my wife for 12 years. 4,000 years. Well, we've been married for 12 years and we've been together for, you know, we lived together for what, 17, 18 years? I was about to say 17 years. So, like, to me, it goes like this. I I say that all the time. Right now, it's a little boring. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. It's a little boring. Everything is a little, you know. So what do do y'all think that a person like like uh like I'll us do. should um I'm should do, do I'm when, when stuff like this happens. So you're on so you want to know when you're kind of stagnant relationship yeah. is into all right. Um <laughs> you know there's some real cheesy shit that I hear all the time, stuff like you know, never stop dating your wife or mm-hmm. you know, always do that stuff and but to a degree that's the king. It, that, that, that's the part of it. Yeah. There's nothing better than out the blue. Let's go do some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, babysitter, we're going to go to your favorite restaurant. You got like 10 minutes. Put something on. We out. Let's go. Right. And so, because I think a lot of times, to a degree, a lot of women, they're thinking about stuff. They got stuff to figure out. I got to do this. Feed these kids. I got to deal with this man. Oh, he wants sex in the next few days. Whatever. Stuff like that. When you take that shit off the table and it's like... um, your favorite restaurant, 8.30, reservations, let's go. And when it's just random, when it's just, when it's not typical, when it's not part of the same habits, when it's not the same mm. Tuesday, when you do some different stuff, that's what it is. Because then you shake it up. Now you get that those butterflies when that first date happened or that second date when y'all first became a couple and y'all was fucking everywhere you could, stuff like that. That's the kind of energy you want. And if you can do that, by the way, am I allowed? It just occurred. Yeah, no. to speak. Like, are we free okay. here? Yeah. Have you oh, heard it? Yeah, yeah. When we heard it, when we heard it, Jay was like, "Yes." You just have to bleep me out. I'm like, no. Uh, either way, so every once in a while, you got to shake things up. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, it's got to be different. I'm a sports fan. I like boxing. I like, you know, Tyson was killing everybody. Bust Douglas. Knocked them out. Oh shit! Boxing is all new, different. Sometimes you got to shake stuff up, and relationships are the same. Mm. Give her a reason to get up. Get her excited. There's nothing better than your girl who's happy, who's extra excited, because that gets reflected in other parts of the home. And I think you do that right. That's my humble, you know, bit of advice. I completely agree. I just, Kev, I want you, I want you to say your, your piece too, but I want to ask y'all a question in the meantime. When the last time y'all had butterflies? I haven't had butterflies in like twenty some years. That 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 shit is important. It's crazy. You, you're, mar- you're married to a fucking Aries, and I'm an Aries. You know what I'm saying? Aries bring butterflies. No, Aries don't bring butterflies. But let me tell you, dog, you gotta really? be you gotta be more assertive and aggressive with your wife and doing shit, man. Like he said, when you're doing spontaneous shit. She starts that. Oh, Let's no, I'm not. My question. It's all good. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm that. saying when you asked me the last time I had butterflies, right? That's what you asked me, right? Oh, go ahead. I didn't know we were still. Okay, go ahead. I thought you was about to uh, just cuss me out about my relationship. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I had, but it's certain times my wife get you know do her hair and shit like that. I'm like, oh, she, she, I get that little gut feeling like, oh, she come here for me tonight. And where's she? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I ain't trying yeah. to play you. Uh, other kids. Where's she at? She in a room across from. Bro, me. that's not true, bro. That's not true. You don't see her get her hair done and get butterflies, dog. No, no I said anything. Let me say what. Let me. Do you want me to finish what the fuck I was saying, motherfucker? You always. Motherfucker always coming. You walk about looking at him now like you full of shit. I ain't full of shit, motherfucker. Coming there every time I see her in the morning. No, you are a bullshit artist. No, no. Yeah, guys. You know I said she come with that. Same beat up ass t shirt all the time. <laughs> <She switched it. laughs> 
Look, look, look. Gotta be a smart ass. That's part of it, though. Nah, that shit ain't part of it. I'm talking about that's part of the shit that make you like, yo, she had that same motherfucker. But I'm saying you you deal with a fuck you deal with an Aries your Aries is like me dog we are aggressive and you always say your wife and she when she tells you she doesn't like nothing I guess you probably stop right there like fuck it it takes me a while you gotta be it's like not- yo bring your ass I don't care how you feeling let's go you have to be assertive with an Aries because Aries like that I'm an Aries you got to be assertive you got to be aggressive okay. especially with the women you got to be aggressive with them we we. Tend to dominate to people. No, I'm just saying, Aries tend to dominate. If you let us dominate, we will dominate you. We will dominate the house. That's a hard. That's a hard. But if you, if you got, if you, if you were searching, he's talking, but he, he act like he don't know who Erica is. I know she, so I know she is, bro. Erica doesn't dominate me. She's just stuck in her ways. But I want you to keep going because I'm not saying that you're not off base here. So go ahead. Uh, like mixing it up, bro. We also, as Aries, we are very, very adventurous, man. You gotta. Take her to do something. Yeah, you. We are adventurous. We we like to see that your wife's not adventurous. No, he's a fuck. But go man. ahead. You ain't either. Yeah, but go ahead. What? Yeah, I, I'm about to say. Wait a minute. Who are we? You talking talk to about? a dude that did cliff diving, fucking snor- snorkeling. I do any. And when I'm somewhere, okay, we're not talking about vacation activities. I do. I'm gonna come up there. Let's go skydiving. You talking about a dude that likes to shoot guns, ride dirt bikes, hike in the woods? I done did a lot of that shit, man. You sound like a hillbilly. I don't sound like a hillbilly. <laughs> Yo, let me let me just say real quick, and this this, this, this some some Oprah type shit is gonna be said. You may say that she's not adventurous. The 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 response might be you haven't supplied her the right adventure. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. yes, okay. She may not be. She might be adventurous. You just haven't given her maybe you the lack thing adventure. that. She, so and, and maybe it's not that you lack adventure, but you just don't know what adventure she's waiting for yet. What have you brought to her? Because she's not the same woman that you met 17 years ago. We all change. We all we all evolve. Yeah, we've got kids. We've got lives. We've got new stuff. What have you brought to her attention that sh- that you could just kind of ease her into? And like, yo, let's try this. I'm going to be with you. You trust me, right? You know I got your back, right? Let's go do this and see something. Maybe it's Maybe it's not the grand adventure right up front. Maybe it's, let's try this. And then we step it up to this, and then we step mm-hmm. it up to this, and then all of a sudden we jumping off the Empire State Building. But at first we just jumped off of seesaw, you know, some mm-hmm. easy build mm-hmm. your way up. She, I think every person is adventurous when they're surrounded by the people they trust and the situation is right. Yeah, I, I keep, say this I, knowing that I have not come yeah. up with adventure for my wife either. So don't act like <laughs> I, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I ain't come up with it yet, but I'm still trying. I'm I feel not, like yeah. Stop really playing with that good. same. Stop playing with that same so, red ball and trying to roll it up, roll it out Jay to play with. And shine that same red ball up, thinking it's something different, dog. I'm just saying. Listen, switch the toys up, dog. Switch two things because I feel like I do have to make a. So this is um halfway, you know, halfway me kind of putting some spice on it. You know what I mean? And halfway of what is actually happening, like you know, what I'm saying my wife is not bad. We are happily married. I know we, that. But we, like anybody, we get in the ruts. Yeah. Like anybody. Right now, I've been home for quite a while, and um, it's weighing on me. It's weighing on me. So that's that's really what I'm referring to. My wife is not bad at all. Um, she's shit. At, at most points, she's my best friend. Other than y'all two motherfuckers, um, she's my best friend. So... That's that's who I have to lean on when anything is you know when anything is going on with me. So 
it's it's half and half. It's like, you know, right now, maybe I'm coming up with the worst of stories just so we can kind of talk about it because there's a lot of men who are going through this, you know, that that need these conversations that ha- that don't have um, some good friends and, and, and Harvey to, 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 talk, to talk about, talk about it with. So, you know what I mean? I'm not afraid to share. I'm not Kev. My wife ain't waiting in the other room uh, ready to scare me to not talk about things. What the fuck are you, are you talking about me? You're talking about the you talking about the guy that got more embarrassing clips on the internet that y'all put up about that's me true. and my relationship. That's true. More than any fucking body on that's here. True. That's true. And she'd be in the other room and be like, this mother I can't believe he said that about me. You talking about me. That's true. That's I'm saying true. I'm not there. I'm not right there, right? We've been I'm not there right now. I know I will get there. Okay. But when I see I'm starting to get there. I remember the shit that she likes and I try to do it, but maybe with a little twist, with a little different way that it so it seems fucking new. Give an example. I, Spicing it up. No, I'm I'm serious, bro. Like Spicing think about the men who need to hear this and I'm dead serious. Like I was talking about the flowers, the, the flowers early. Every Valentine's day I will come. I came with the same shit, the, the big teddy bears, the flowers every year. So bro, this Valentine's day, she kept talking about this fucking vacuum cleaner. There's a, a vacuum cleaner and a mop all in one. And I'm sitting there looking like I've walked past the bears. I look at it, I look at the flowers, I look at the roses. Mm. I say, you know what? She's been talking about this shit. I'm going to give this and this card. And when I came home and I gave her the gift, like she, like she lit the fuck up. Like she was so happy that she, I, I remember that she wanted this. She's on the phone with her cousin. Her cousin like, what did Kev get you for Valentine's Day? She said he got me a vacuum. And being normalized with the same Valentine shit with the rose in the, why, what is he really trying to say? They're like, I'm not trying to say nothing. I know my woman. This will make her more happy than anything, any fucking teddy bear that's going to die in the closet or any car to get buried or get lost. This mm-hmm. is what she wants. This is what makes her happy. I got her what made her happy. Other people look at that as that's not really a Valentine's Day gift. Yes, it is. Exactly. It came from my heart. I'm just yeah. saying it came from my heart. I listen. I heard always looking at it. I seen her always paying attention. I listen. I got it. That's what she wanted. Motherfuckers don't do that. You don't people don't forget. Yeah, they don't listen or pick up on the hints that women are dropping. They just keep thinking they're going to keep doing the same shit that everybody else is doing. Oh man, you know what? You know, I got spice things up. I'm gonna take my wife out to a movies and a dinner. We're gonna come home and have sex. Maybe she wants to fucking go chill at the park or something, or maybe she wants to picnic. take a walk, a picnic. Yep. You know, maybe she wants to, if you got to, maybe, you know, your girl was athletic back in the day. Maybe she would be happy if you just say, yo, put your shoes on. Let's go play ball. You know, let's go hoop real quick or play some softball. Yo, as you, I dated girls that was in the sports and that'd be the happiest time, the most fun they had was like, yo, I can't remember that you still remember that I like to hoop. And shit like that. You can't keep doing what you see on TV. You got to fucking break out the box and you got to listen to what your woman is putting out there. You keep trying to do you. You're going to keep getting the results. Stop doing you. Do what she what she's telling you to do, bro. And that's a clip. That's all I needed. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid advice for anybody in any relationship. You just yeah. got there's another person in there who needs to be stimulated in some way. What are you doing to make that person happy in general? 
happy in this relationship. Life is hard. You keep, you keep talking about it. you guys are in a rut. Life is continuous. You up, you down. It's how you handle it that's really important. You know you don't get there. We can be super happy, and in a middle second, something's going to be said or something's going to happen, and all of a sudden you're in a rut. How do you deal with that with your significant other? What do you do? Do you lean in and try to figure it out? Do you step back and just wait for it to die? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Do you talk about it? It's it's important. And when you know that person, you know how to deal with it. And I think those are the things. I think the fact you mentioned that you always got her the gifts and you got her the teddy bear and the chocolates, it wasn't even the vacuum that she loved most. It's the fact that she was listening. That's probably the best thing. She's like, this motherfucker heard me. I said this and he brought this for me. That's the best part. The gift is great. The intent is even better. Right. And you get somebody who legitimately cares and shows it. That's a relationship. And that's the difference between being a roommate and being a significant other, being somebody's person. I think that therein lies the difference. I could just we could just split the rent 50 50 or we can split it 40 60. But I bring you nachos because you love nachos on the day when you had, you know, simple little things like that that make this you make it different, make it emotional, you know, that connect you. Right. So connection is key. Yeah, I love that connection. Yeah, connection. And, and you know what? I had a thought and I'll ask the group this. Um, all, all of this is solid. You know what I mean? Do y'all think that men or, or even women, men and women get caught up in how things used to be and they want to con- understand what I mean, right? Oh yeah, she used to do X, Y, Z, or I used to do X, Y, Z, and now that's not happening no more. I'm not speaking from my situation. I'm speaking just in general. Oh, she used to dress this way. Like Kev mentioned, the old um, um, I'm gonna knock your relationship down if it kills me. Um, fucking Kev mentions the old T-shirt. Well, guess what? You know. Five years ago, she wasn't wearing an old T-shirt. She was wearing the see-through underwear. I'm, I'm, you know, not speaking on your situation. I'm just saying the see-through underwear. She was dressing up for you. She was getting her hair done more often. You know, things like that. Do you think that men and women get caught up in how things used to be, and one, and, and that's how they become in this rut or even unhappy? I think so to because that's why they that's that's why they say you need to date more. When you're, when you're in a relationship, because when you date more, you get that experience that you used to get. I don't, I don't think it's something that you should get all the time. If you got mm-hmm. it all the time, you'd end up getting tired of it. It would just be another form of them that you'd see on a daily basis. Then you'd be looking for something different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Switching it up is always good. I mean, I work, I work, I work nights every day. So when I get home, there's not a, there is not an inch of her that wants to see me. You know what I mean? She's, hey, how you doing? I'm asleep. All right. Talk to me tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I get my time. I get to smoke, watch movie, whatever the case may be. But on Saturday, I try to figure out something where we can do something. And hopefully I can figure that one thing out where it should be like, oh, I'm going to put on my dress jeans for this. Or I'm going to put on my, you know what I mean? She got certain attire that she wears for certain places that she goes. Even though her closet is flooded with clothes, there's a certain section where where she keeps, where she's like, oh, we going out. I got to dress like this for him. And those, and you, it's, it's like trying to, it's like trying to pick a lock for me because mm. it's very, it's very rare that she puts on this attire and it's hard for me to figure out where we're going for her to get into that attire. But when I figure it out every now and then it's like, Oh, I got you. 
now I got the, now it's two hours for her to get ready. I know what I'm about to get into tonight. You know what I mean? I know I know the I know the route that she's taking, so I know the route that I can take. So it's it's a rare occasion. That's what brings them butterflies up is is the the newness of what used to be old. That makes any sense. Well, okay. Speaking for myself, yeah, you do get caught in that thing or how it used to be because you 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 kind of miss it. Like it's like that's what brought you. That's that's what brought you to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And they figure they feel as though once you get that person, they're caught. They're on the hook. They got you. Nothing has to change. He's he's here. You gotta you gotta show a person though. This is the reason why I got to show you why I got you. Every once in a while, you got to show a person like, this is the reason why I got you. You must have forgot who I am. Always bring up that person, you know, so they don't forget, man, because you'll be like, you'll start looking at like, damn, this ain't, is this the same person I got in a relationship with? Mm. You, you'll look like, is this the same person? Like, where's, where's that flyness that she used to have? Where's that, you know, that twinkle in her eye, that little walk? Like, where the fuck all, where did that go? You start like, damn, is it gone? So every once in a while, bring that shit back out, man. Show show her why you are you, or you know what I mean. Show show, show your person why you are you. I'll let you speak. All right. um, Me? Oh, I'm about to say. I, I, uh, um, I I don't know. Variety is the spice of life. I've always heard that term. So the I so it shouldn't be the same all the time. But the best time when you're with somebody's like those. It's them that early those first few dates, first time y'all getting together. You don't know that person very well. So it's all, it's nerves, it's butterflies. It's, does she like the shirt I'm wearing? Oh, I like the dress she's wearing, whatever, stuff like that. There's a lot of unknown. That's why it's it's amazing mm-hmm. because you're getting to learn about the person. So you can't really replicate that among that situation because with every date you learn more, with every time you hang out, with every phone call, with every text, it's a different person. I don't The way it used to be or is it the, the feeling you used to get? I think that's what I would think. That's what I think. Because it could be whatever was happening about it, but how I felt afterwards. Like I hung up and I got home. I'm like, yo, I'm ready to see this girl again. That's the thing you're trying to replicate. I can't wait to see her again. I can't wait to hang out again. I can't. Like, I can't wait. We was just on a date, but I need to call her. I need to text her. That is the feeling. That's what I want to replicate. Mm. And then if you don't get that, then you're like, wow. It's just she came home. It's like, oh, yeah, she here. Wow. And there's nothing special. And that's not what I want. I want, I'm annoying to my wife because I'm very much like, I'll hug her for no reason. For no reason. Like, just, hey, like she's cooking. Hey, she's watching some show. Hey, she's working. And like, I've always done that. And when I feel like it's getting, you know, a little tense, I've just hugged her. What you hugging me for? I'm like, I just felt like hugging you. Remember when we was early just dating? I used to just hug you for no reason. Yeah, get the fuck off me. Whatever, just to get a laugh and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I think it is. You want that feeling back. That feeling is the best in the world because you don't really know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen next, but you love the possibilities of what could go down. I think that's what I like. That's what I believe. I I think considering all of your answers, I think I found the the decision that like I fa- I found the the course of action that most men should take in this situation. Cheat. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'll do it. <laughs> just cheat. Just call other women and say, you know what? Oh you about to give me this feeling. You gonna give me this feeling. She won't be all right. For other men, not us. He said it's the feeling. It's the, it's the gamble. It's me taking a chance. That's the feeling I miss. I like the roll of the dice, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? No, seriously. Listen, I love all your answers. So, in all honesty, and, uh, it's it's all off me. It's it, like I'm. This is jokes. This is all that. But do you think that's why a lot of men and women, but a lot of men cheat because of the answer that you just gave, Harvey? Like, like missing that feeling and not being mature enough to to say. No, I'm going to try to recreate that with my wife with little things like giving her hugs, giving her kisses, making her making her feel wanted and needed. Do you think most men say they they don't have the mindset to say um, do that, but they will go and just grab another chick, call her and, and do all the fun new things with her because he doesn't like he lacks the maturity. What, what do you all think about that? I mean, that's what I think. Sometimes. Yeah, to a degree. To, I think I agree with you that I think. But I think is emotional, mature. And it, when you were talking, something that came to mind from the movie The Best Man. And I believe Mo Chess, whatever his character, he was talking. He's like, the only thing better than pussy is new pussy. Oh, and like to toxic. a degree. It is. <laughs> so toxic. <laughs> but to the degree, the, the that feeling, that excitement, because we, by men, we're hunters. So to a degree, we're chasing. And I think we enjoy that action. Only I'm going to go get this girl. I have to do what I have to do to get her. And I feel some of us are stimulated by the chase. Yeah. And I think some of us, baby, that's why they cheat. Because, you know, I got this girl. I put that effort in. And now it's not the same because now I got her. You know, the journey. It's like, I don't know, I'm a wrestling fan. It's like watching this guy run to be the champion. But once he's champion, then I'm not interested in him anymore. It's that same kind of thing. The fight to get her. And now I got her. Now what? Now what? Mm-hmm. I think Damn. some people are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be like that. <laughs> I used to be a, I used Expound. To be a, I used to be a hard person. Yeah, I'll, listen. He's gonna tell you how uh, how much of a shitty person he used to be, and then he's gonna tell. Yeah, yeah we tell always know. I'm a good person now. An outlandish story. <laughs> Ooh, he, outlandish. Yeah, what? but it, but if shot, if any one of these outlandish stories that you have, these crazy, got a lot stories, of them, buddy. You got a lot. <laughs> but today on this episode, you might be a little. He might take a step back because Shadi's been walking up and down these damn. I don't care. Listen, yeah, I hate when you know, I hate when Pam happy. I hate when he happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when he happy, he can't. Oh yeah, you it's know you boy. gotta get you gotta get butterflies with your girl. You know what I'm saying? She put her shoes on and she give me butterflies. Come on, yo. Like, do I have to be a terrible person all the time? Yeah. Oh my god, I was a, you, I was a horrible cheater. Yeah, I did. There's nothing better than creeping out and saying, "Hey, I'm going to work." No, Wait, I didn't. Don't say that. No, when I called let's out. Let's go. Don't say look, that. Look, look, look. See, niggas, no, don't, said, niggas don't want to get... He said it's nothing, nothing better. better than nothing telling better. her that I have to go to work knowing damn well. Like, what? There's nothing better than that part? Go <laughs> ahead, <laughs> buddy. Keep going. Hey, Dick, go, buddy. Nigga, fuck all. Give a fuck. Yeah, it was exciting. 
Calling out, yeah, I'm going to work. Go out to work in all my work clothes. No, I knowing damn well I done called out to go somewhere else to spend 12 hours there for the day. <laughs> That's when you really like her when you spend 12 hours with her. Yeah, yeah, when you're ready to give up hours that cash. Oh See, man, I ain't calling no, out. I, ain't I know. The money. It's a whole day. It's an adventure it that out. day. That's why I said. Figured it out. That's what I'm saying. Those days is those days is over for me. That's why I could talk on them like the way I'm I talk glad. about them now. I can they be that shit's behind me, dude. Well like, behind. It is, because I look at my family now, I'm happy. Yeah, we happy. One, we happy, two, we old, three, we tired. I'm See, tired. that's why y'all be fucking I'm up tired. your relationship. Y'all gotta put some of that energy back in that shit. No, get no, some no, hook no, in your get so, some no, hook no, in no, your no. You, you talk you thinking I'm about the wrong tired. Talk about tired of chasing <laughs> the extra women that come yeah. along with the one woman Even that you had. Even though I was always forced to when I had to, but yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to date nowadays. Have you seen these women? First of all, mm. have you seen these women as has you seen these women? And then it's like, have you seen them? Yeah. The like, yo, you seen not, that? They look good, but it? the quality isn't there. The mind, the mind that I'm married to isn't there. The the respect level that they have for themselves, not all of them, but a good listen, there's a lot of them giving the good ones a bad name. Let's just say that. Cloud chasing. It, well, something. I just see a lot of ass on and we all we all know what I'm talking about. We see a lot of ass, but dog, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what I mean? I do have to give us something to talk about. I am happy. Jesus, thank God. Y'all saved me. I almost said something terrible. I'm <laughs> trying to save you, Kev. I'm trying to save you. I thank God. I almost said something. Man, yeah, I almost said something. Cancel-worthy. So somebody got to do it. <laughs> All right, listen, listen. It's a real conversation. Now, yeah, listen, we're we going to wrap this thing up. Now, Harvey, we are here with Harvey. Harvey <laughs> from Men of the Prize podcast, man. And like I said, we want you to tell everybody about your podcast let's start off from what made you you know what made you start podcasting let's start there um all right so a few years ago when we were in the corona thing and we was stuck at home um me and my wife had always said you know what we should just start a podcast everybody has one we have interesting conversations let's just start our own podcast mm. the virus comes along we can't go anywhere anyway so we just started a podcast. So we have a podcast that we just ended season four called Love is Black Podcast. So it's a black relationship podcast. And it's just us talking about our relationship. And I like doing the podcasting. And then maybe season three or so, I'm like, you know what? I need to do my own. I want to do something on my own. And I'd always seen, you know, it's the Steve Harvey or whatever Jackson or whatever random men who know how to put stuff out to attract women to make money and just denigrate men to do it. It's like women are the prize. And I'm like, mm, yeah, they are. Right. But we we men are the prize, too. So that's how that's the name. Men are the prize. That's a podcast. That's what it came about. And I just wanted to talk to men because men don't talk. And what I love is this, that you guys open conversation can discuss relationships, whatever. I wanted a space where men could talk about anything because we don't talk enough. We yep. can, we attempt suicide a lot more than women do. We hold stuff down. It sticks in here. And then when we don't know how to get it out, it finally just comes out. And then toxic masculinity is said, and then bad things happen, abuse, all these things. And I'm like, if we could just talk, we would be much better off. A lot of our issues are resolved by having that man to just listen to you and just get it off your chest. So that's what Men of the Prize is. It's a space for a man to come on and we just talk about whatever. I took four of the letters from the word prize and I found words that are good characteristics for being a good man. P is purpose. R is resilience. 
Z is zeal. E is expectation. So I get a man on the podcast. What's your purpose? And then we just get into it. We're talking about purpose. Typically, you will find that a man's purpose has a lot to do with what he dealt with growing up. A kid who grew up in an abusive household. He didn't have food. Mom was being abused. He'll become a social worker. He'll work in family court because he needed that person and he didn't get it. So he becomes what he needed growing up. Wow. Purpose. R, resilience. What did you go through to become the man that you are? What, what should happen that scarred you, that affected you? What was it that was that, that day that girl embarrassed you and you asked her out and you got all this energy, you did everything, you got your confidence up and she was like, no, and disrespected you. How did you deal with that the next day? Did you have somebody to talk to about that the next day? No, that was 30 years ago and that's still sitting there because you didn't get to get that out. Resilience, being able to deal with bad situations. Z, zeal. What do you do for you? Not for your wife, not for the kids, not for the business, not for the fam. What do you do for you? Even if it hurts the family. You had a tough week. You working hard. You didn't get the promotion you thought you were going to get. Not getting the raise you thought you were going to get. What do you do to let, what's your thing? Do you have to, do you have a thing? Where, listen, wife, I know it's busy. I know you got the kids. I know one of them is sick, but I need two hours for me so that I could get my head straight. And do you have that? Most men don't because we don't think for us. We don't provide for us. We provide for them. E is expectation. What, what, what are you going to look like in five years? You have that business you want to start? You're going to write that book? You're going to be married? Are you going to propose? What are you doing? What do you, what's the plan? Do you see something in the future? What do you expect of your life and of yourself? When I ask these questions, I feel like it opens men up to like, okay, this is where I am. This is not where I want it to be. Or this is where I am. And this is not where I expect it to be growing up. A lot going on. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's a lot of me talking. But to me, in the end, the most important thing is not what you're talking about, but that you're talking. For me, it's I want to see men see this podcast and it's just a brother talking. Good. Say whatever you want to. You're loud. And then the more I talk to men, the more I realize how we really don't take care of ourselves. I ask men, what do you do to sell? What do you do for yourself? And nobody had an answer. What do you do to self-soothe for you? Like yoga, you ball, mini golf. I don't care. Do you do something? And they're like, no. Like you don't value yourself enough to recognize that you need an outlet too. And two, you got a friend you can call right now and say, I did some dumb shit right now. Do you have a friend who you could comfort that you feel comfortable enough to tell them something stupid that you did and know that it's not going to be sent off to somebody else that they're not going to tell anybody else. Do you have a safe space for the crap that you did? Because I feel like you guys are good. You could call your Kev. I did some dumb shit. And Kevin's going to be like, yes, you did. That was dumb as hell. Why you do that shit? But when that conversation is over, one, you know it's not going anywhere. And two, you feel better because you got to say it. A lot of men don't have that. And that's what the podcast is. It's a space to just be. Because we're not allowed to be. We're here to help, to guide, to provide. But can you just be a man for yourself every once in a while? And that's what that's what it, it started just doing something with my wife and it became something more. Now I talked about a lot. Now I'm like, like you can't help 
other people. You get on a plane, they tell you, you cannot help the other people with the masks on until you put your mask down first. Yep. I can't help my wife and my kids and my community unless I'm good first. And that's what this is. I got to be good so I can be better for them. And that's that's the podcast. That's what that is. Jeez, I love man. that. I love that. <laughs> yeah, because it asks a lot of questions. Now, I'm, I'm going to reiterate, but it asks a lot of questions that I'm going to be honest. Like, uh, like even even with ours, it's pretty. It's 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 similar, but you know, we we got enough differences there where we're doing kind of different things, but in a similar space. Mm-hmm. And these are questions that no one posed to me when I was a kid. Like when I was a young man growing up, I didn't have all of us um, other than one didn't really have anybody, but our grandfathers and we were taught how to be men, but those deeper questions, you know what I mean? Where are you going to be at in five years? Might ask me that when I was a kid, yo, you going to college? Yeah, I'm going to college. I just, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. I didn't, but that's what you're supposed to do. So you don't know how to take care of yourself emotionally so that you can be strong, a strong man, you know what I mean? For, for your family. Not everybody's taught that. So yeah, I think that's, that's important for the world we live in today, especially for us black men. Especially, especially. (laughs) Did you know you had emotions growing up? I was emotional. I'm going to be honest. I was emotional. I was the guy, you know, I'm I'm overly affectionate and I can be. I can be. I'm overly emotional. I'm the guy who, I I'm mean, t- man. I, it's I embarrassing. Was, I was I was 15 with the girlfriend telling her I loved her. I didn't know what love was. I just knew that. Excuse my French, but the pussy was very good. You know what I'm saying? Like it was my first real taste, and we was doing it everywhere. So I just knew the pussy was very good. She called me all the time. We did a bunch of stuff together, and she was pretty as fuck. So I said, "Oh, I love you." She told me she loved me. I didn't know what the hell that. I was just an emotional guy. When I was young, I didn't have that. I wish I could say that. My dad was raising, my dad was raising us and my grand, well, my dad was raising us to be soldiers. I remember my dad used to do shit like get my cousins and make me like literally, literally fight my cousins until he broke us up. He would say, all right, y'all are getting, y'all are getting too serious with it. All right, time to split it up. And I'm like, dad, why well, I used to do that? He's like, I had to raise y'all to be tough. I had to raise y'all to be men. It's like, you don't. What I see in 2023 now is like a lot of men is like letting that lid off and letting, you know, different emotions in where before a lot of them emotions were seen as weak emotions. You're not supposed to feel that way as a man. You're not supposed to talk about this as a man. You're supposed to bottle up, swallow it and let it go. Now okay. that's why I like that, like a space like yours and other people will provide them space, allow men to like, you know what? Get this off our chest. Show women like what we really are. We're more than just this. Big hairy beast that provides for y'all, as they say. Kev was raised in a fight club. Yeah. Well, he's a hairy, he's a hairy beast. <laughs> Not anymore. Apparently. <laughs> Mr. Hairy Beast. I my, he I'm more hair in my chest than I do in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is a freak ball. <laughs> All right. So I feel like I got a lot of stuff off my chest today. It was definitely, what about y'all? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Now, we hope before we today. go. Definitely a good talk today for good, sure. Good. Before we wrap this up, Harry, we need to know where everybody can, 
Harvey, my bad. I'm sorry I said Harry. His name was I think, Harvey. Because I just said hair on my chest. God damn, you fucking you asshole. You Harry. Harry. Hey, you were I calling him Harry all day. Listen here, Harry. That's Steve Harvey. Oh my God. Like that. Um, Harvey, where I can think. everybody find your social media and where can they find your podcast and what days do you release? Alright, so... So since I mentioned it, I'm going to start with the podcast I do with my wife. So Love is Black podcast. That's me and my wife. We have a podcast. That drops every Thursday. We just finished our fourth season. Last just ended a few days ago as from the recording. But you can find that podcast on loveisblackpodcast.com. We have a website. Go there and you can listen to the episodes. For Men is the Prize, Men are the Prize, my podcast. You can find that on my website. That is harveylaguerre.com. That is all my episodes. They're all on YouTube. So you can either listen or watch to all of them there. Um, find my social media there too. Facebook, Harvey Laguerre, Men of the Prize. Uh, Twitter, I believe is Men Are the PC. I think, yeah, Prize Podcast. Men of the Pod, Men of the Prize Pod on Instagram. Basically type in my name. It comes up everywhere. Um, and I'm always looking for brothers to talk to. I'm always looking for men who are willing to be open. I, I go in there with some questions. You know, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to shake some stuff loose when I talk to these men. Cause I, from that, I started coaching men too. So from there, I'm, I feel like I'm always kind of in that therapist mode when I'm trying to talk about stuff. There's nothing better than a vulnerable man when you open and there's nothing you hide and there's nothing stronger than that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm aiming to do. But in terms of finding me, you type in my name, I've done enough stuff where you'll find me wherever I am. So I'm glad I got to get on here and talk with you guys. I appreciate it. No, yeah, good. we appreciate Thanks, you. Had a great time, 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 bro. Good time. Yeah, Thank second appreciate time. you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Second time's a charm. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Opinionated Podcast. If you love today's episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, five stars. We don't want nothing less. If you're an artist, actress, a songwriter, an author, or you're doing something that's interesting and you want to be a guest on our show. Please email us at opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. That's opinionatedpodcastddk at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a blessed day.